You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to the Papa Rock and J-Pop Show. You already have the truth. The mission of this podcast is to speak biblical truth into today's most controversial topics like abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, and more. We speak these truths in a spirit of love and from the viewpoint of God's holy word for which we shall not apologize. We're glad you're listening. And here we go. Welcome to the Papa Rock and J-Pop show. You already have the truth. Hey, listeners, this is podcast producer John Delaney. We are hanging at the hangar in Lakeland, Florida with Papa Rock, Randy Ferreira, and Pastor Jay Dennis, J-Pop. J-Pop. J-Pop and Papa Rock. And backwards, forwards, either way. Boom, boom. So good morning, gentlemen. Good to see you guys. Good morning, John. And we have a special guest in house with us today, right? Joe Ferreira is here from, from, uh, from, from New York. And, originally. Uh, originally, okay. Yeah. Where do you live now? We live in uh, North Carolina. Oh, even closer, much better. Yeah. So, hey, it's and it's warmer here, right, Joe? Uh, that's right. Glad <laughs> to have you, Joe. We're glad to have Joe here with us. Yes. So, so we are excited, and this is, this is going to be just, let me just put it this way. <clears throat> when you get on a plane, what do they tell you to do? Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up, buttercup. Buckle up, buttercup. Thank you. Buckle up, you are in for a ride. Uh, this, you know, we, we're, if you're if you've been listening, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last couple of months, you know that what comes out of the Pop Rock and J Pop show is not exactly uh, politically correct. That's the, that's the word. But you know what? Here's the thing: we're leaning on the truth of Jesus Christ and His Bible. Simple as that. And, and you already have the truth. You already, already have, have the, the truth. truth. I think I'm entitled. <laughs> <laughs> they already heard that on the intro. <laughs> so this week and probably at least two more weeks yeah. or two more after this, we're talking about can you be a Christian and vote Democrat? Now, the last Boom. two oh. were about voting as as well, but... Uh, I think the, the oxygen masks just they fell. They just <laughs> fell, right. What's the instruction? Put yours on first, Before. then the one yeah. next to you. <laughs> so we're excited that you're with us, and uh, Randy, it, you get to start the fun today. Yeehaw, good, morning. good morning, buddy. Good to have you, Joe. So, yes, sir, Joe. Our podcast, just want to preface, uh, you know, comes to you. Papa Rock is what my grandkids call me. Yeah. J-Pop is what Jay's uh, grandkids call him. You know, Jay's a pastor for 40-plus years. I'm a, a Christian businessman for over 35 years. And so um, we come to you, you know, with that perspective. We're husbands, we're fathers, grandfathers. Yeah. And, you know, we're strong Christians. And so we come to you with that perspective. Yeah. All those perspectives, and uh, you know, we're our podcast is not about what Pastor Jay and I think, what right. you think. This is about what God thinks. Yes, and so any topic we talk about is from that perspective. That's right. And and so this that's what we're going to talk about today. You can can you be a Christian and vote Democrat? 
Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so the Bible alone, we're going to preface this by saying the Bible alone is our authority for what we believe. That's right. And the way we conduct our lives and on a daily basis, we get our information on what we believe spiritually by looking at God's word. When the Bible has a clear moral directive that becomes our belief and our practice. It does. To do anything else would would be to compromise God's truth. On moral issues, we already have the truth, as we said in our intro. We already have the truth. The issue is, will you accept the truth? That's it. Even if it's inconvenient at times, we must follow it. We realize this podcast and the next two will be controversial. While we don't relish the controversy, neither do we run from it. We rejoice in sharing God's truth and standing on it. So here we go. The Democratic Party today is not your grandfather's or your great-grandfather's party. The progressive left wing of the Democratic Party seems to be in control. And definitely it's influencing policy and the party platform. That can be seen throughout Mm -hmm. the party. The policies from the platform and the platform controls the candidate, and even if the candidate denies it. Right. These platforms and planks become one with the Democratic Party. You can't help it. Can't separate those two. In this question, can you be a Christian and vote Democrat? We must put aside emotions and stick with the facts. So we will take the Bible's teachings and compare it with the Democrat Party platform. If this is offensive, it is truth that offends and not our opinions. Our focus is on the platform and not on individual candidates of the Democrat Party. But again, a Democratic candidate is intertwined with his or her party's platform. But neither is this an endorsement of everything Republicans do. It is not. Many of them need to grow a spine and take a stand and not allow D.C. to change them from lions to lambs. Mm -hmm. We're not equating being a Republican and being a Christian, nor suggesting being a Democrat is not being a Christian. We are saying that our vote should reflect our Christian values, our moral values, and when you vote and view the Democrat Party platform's moral values, they definitely are not consistent with God's infallible word. Remember, your vote is an extension of your convictions. Yeah, and and you see it every day. Yeah. What news show you watch, what you feel. I mean, mm-hmm. your your extension it's an extension of how you really feel. And that's why we're so emotional today right. about our political views because they're spilling into moral values. That's right. And so we have to be. Have so to, be. to sit back and still <clears throat> vote for a party that may or may not you know, uh, compromise your moral integrity, it's just not good. It's not good at all. So the question that we're addressing is this, can you be a Christian and vote Democrat? You've heard that three times now. (laughs) We're not questioning anyone's salvation here. It's not for us to judge. Right. That's between you and God. We are simply looking at the Bible and looking at the platform of the Democratic National Committee. We're taking the platform of the Democrats and taking the Bible and making a comparison. As believers, we must, as John says, test the spirits to see if they are from God. How do you test the spirits? One way. You open the Bible. That's right. Mm -hmm. God's Word. And you compare what is said with what God said. Exactly. Simple. Simple. So, 
Will the Democratic Party platform stand the test of God's Word? What the Bible says is truth about absolute truth. Jesus said the Word is the truth. God has written down His truth, and everything we believe must be based on that. So, let's do a little bit of a deep dive in the Democratic Party platform and determine, can you follow God's Word and support this platform? You decide. That's the question. Yeah. One thing you cannot do is to compartmentalize, meaning your faith is in one box and your political party and commitment is another box. Your faith must infiltrate how you vote and what you believe and how you live and how you act, voting included. Yes. We believe there's something vitally wrong if what you believe doesn't affect the way you vote. Amen. You simply cannot separate the two. You cannot. So thinking about a party platform, what is it? A political party platform, party program, or party manifesto is a formal set of principal goals which are supported by a political party or individual candidate in order to appeal to the general public for the ultimate purpose of garnering the general public support and votes about complicated topics or issues. A component of a political platform is often called a plank. The opinions and viewpoints about an individual topic as held by a party, person, or organization. The word plank depicts a component of an overall political platform. When you vote for a political party, you are voting for the party platform regardless of who the candidate is. You are effectively placing your stamp of approval on that platform when you vote for that candidate in that party. Yeah, no question. So let's take the issues that are important to Christians and ask, can you as a Christian support this? We're going to consider abortion, marriage, LGBTQ plus issues, immigration, religious liberty, support for Israel, secure borders, God and government, education choice, and human life. Mm. All very vital to the faith. Yes. Christian faith. So right out of the box, we're going to take a big one uh, that we are all very passionate about. And so, and God is as well, abortion. That's number one. Today's Democrats have elevated abortion on demand as the number one priority and are obsessed with it. Yep. The Democratic Party platform supports repealing the Hyde Amendment, which allows the government to fund abortion. Yeah. They support codifying the right to abortion. Democrats believe every woman should be able to assess reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortions. It opposes and will fight to overturn federal and state laws that create barriers to reproductive health and rights. It also opposes current FDA safety restrictions on chemical abortion pills supports repealing President Trump's changes to the Title X program that separate abortion from federal family planning grants. That's right out of their platform. So now let's break this down. In one article, it said they, Democrats, believe abortion is acceptable in the first trimester, the second trimester, the third trimester, or even five seconds before birth. It doesn't matter. Hmm. The party has made it very clear. A mother's right to kill her child and Planned Parenthood's rights to sell that infant's heart, liver, kidneys, and lungs for profit is the highest test of political loyalty. Forget child care. Child sacrifice is now the highest good of those 
who goose-stepped with President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris in their march to fundamentally transform our country and our culture. You, you know, a previous president made this statement, President Obama, that if he got elected, he would fundamentally change this country. And he did. He did. And it's continuing. Mm-hmm. And we see that. So Democrats promote abortion up to birth and promote refusal to give medical assistance to a baby whose abortion fails. They have the most pro-abortion stance possible, including partial birth abortions. The Democrat Party's enthusiastic commitment to Planned Parenthood, the country's largest abortion provider, demonstrates their stand on abortion in all situations regardless. We need to just stop this nonsense about they're concerned about the health of the mother. They're concerned about making money. That's the issue. Don't you dare trust a politician who says, I am personally against abortion, yet votes with the abortion side every time. I make no apologies for saying this. They are hypocrites, they are hacks, and they are cowards. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Listen to this. One in six Democrats believe that violence is justified to restore abortion. Mm. In an article by Ben Johnson, it says one in every six Democrats believes that force is justified to restore abortion rights. A new poll has found underscoring the secular left's growing support for political violence. One article read, God's plan includes abortion. Shout your abortion post pro-abortion billboards along a major interstate. Listen to this. A pro-abortion activist group called Shout Your Abortion has posted six billboards across Interstate 55, which stretches across five pro-life states. As reported by the Daily Wire, the billboards feature several messages, including God's plan includes abortion, Mm. and abortion is okay, you're loved. We are so proud of these billboards. If you see one on I-55, take a pic and let us know. Good luck, everyone, having an abortion today, the group tweeted earlier this month. Amelia Brown, who co-founded Shout Your Abortion, shared that some of these billboards were posted en route to Illinois, a strongly pro-abortion state. Interstate 55 carries tens of thousands of abortion seekers out of southern states to Illinois, where abortion is legal. I-55 is covered with horrific, shaming billboards. Shout Your Abortion put up six good ones to show love and affirmation to those making the journey. I feel myself getting nauseated, Mm, guys. Following the group's launch, Shout Your Abortion received backing from Hollywood, including actress Liz Winstead and, of course, Sarah Silverman, who promoted a stand-up for Shout Your Abortion Party in Los Angeles. We could go on and on uh, uh, about this issue, but we want to quickly get to what does God say in His Word? We already have the truth. What is that truth? Mm -hmm. And I don't want us to just be repetitive here, but you need to hear what the Bible says. So we're going to share specific verses so you will have a platform to know what you believe and why you believe it. Psalm 139, 13 through 16, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. 
when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Exodus 23, you shall not murder. Powerful stuff. Abortion is murder. Yes. Romans 1, 28 through 32. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They're full of envy, murder. Strife, deceit, maliciousness, their gossip, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them but give approval to those who practice them. Mm. Now, you think about that when when I... If I voted for a candidate that believed in abortion, what am I doing? Exactly I'm approving. Yeah, I, I'm giving my approval of that. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. One other before Randy takes this. Psalm 127, 3 through 5. Children are a heritage from the Lord. Offspring a reward from him like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Mm. All Scripture. Amazing. <clears throat> and very, very specific. I yes. Mean, there's no, no doubting it. Even look at Job 31.15. Did not he who made me in the womb make them? Did not the same one form us both within our mothers? I oh, mean, wow. And uh, last one, Psalms 22.10. From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Wow. So, I mean, it's just amazing how many we could go on and on we about could. that as well. And another article from Breakpoint has said why abortion might be the priority issue for the political left in 2024. And it's a whole article. But <clears throat> last week on NBC's Meet the Press, Joe Biden's deputy campaign manager, Quentin Folks, was asked what the president's top, what is the president's top priority and what that would be if reelected? His reply, first of all, Roe. The president has been adamant that we need to restore Roe. Of course, that's Roe versus mm -hmm. Wade. It is unfathomable that women today wake up in a country with less rights than their ancestors had years ago. Uh, so, so we know that's the going to be and yeah. is the top priority. You hear it all the time. Right. That's what they're going to use against uh, against this everybody in the upcoming they election. Are, but. Right. So according to Politico, President Biden's pro-choice agenda is the strongest abortion rights platform of any general election candidate ever. And the president seems to sense this, uh, that this is among the very few issues trending in his favor. Yeah. 
So he's going to use it. He's yeah, going to, he's of course going to bank he is. It. Of, of a recent Texas Supreme Court case in which a woman was denied a medical exception for an abortion, the president declared no woman should be forced to go to court or flee her home state just to receive the health care that she needs. This should never happen in America, period. Mm. Now, judging by the string of pro-life legislative defeats, most recently in the otherwise red Ohio and Virginia states, many Americans agree with the president. One political analysis concluded when abortion rights are on the ballot, they win with voters across the political spectrum. Though they don't always boost Democratic candidates on ballots advocating for them, in an imminent presidential election that promises to be especially contentious this year, uh, the, uh, the the received wisdom among progressive candidates is this, vow to preserve at all costs the so-called right to choose, and it's likely that voters will choose me. Wow. That's Can you state. imagine how much money is being spent by the likes of Planned Parenthood oh my goodness. to get these guys elected? Yeah, and of course, you know, this kind of reveals as much about the rest of the progressive agenda as it does about reproductive rights, immigration, and the southern border. Ukraine and Israel, housing prices, inflation, LGBTQ issues, the mental health crisis— you know, these pressing issues are political liabilities for the president right now. So all the attention is on abortion. Yeah. And last year, President Biden prefaced his support of abortion by saying, I'm a practicing Catholic. I'm not big on abortion. The only word that I can say <laughs> and still be on our podcast and call it Christian is bull. Bull pucky. Bull. <laughs> Yeah, I would say uh, yeah, talk to a practicing Catholic about that one. Uh, my, just... my sister would tear him apart. Oh, anti-abortion, strong Catholic. Oh. You know, you know. <clears throat> honestly, the Catholics have been on the forefront of the pro-life movement. Oh, yeah. very much and, so. And I, I just want to say to to the Catholics who are listening, uh, God bless them. Yeah. For taking this issue and and being strong on this issue and helping the rest of us be strong in this yeah. issue as yeah. well. They've, they've definitely been leading on that. Um, but ultimately, the pro-life argument remains unchanged. The reborn are innocent human beings. They're made in God's image. And no one should be able to take their lives without cause. Yes. No one. That's right. In fact, the most basic purpose of government is to protect its citizens' right to life. And if the government fails to do this, man, it's failing the most basic way. That's right. Simply put, if killing babies in the womb is not wrong, the very concept of right is a joke. Yes. The president, uh, you know, the president's eagerness to make abortion his top re-election priorities is, and that's significant, guys. Yeah. And it'd be a big mistake to dismiss that statement as mere politics. Yeah. The issue, that issue has taken on a symbolic, moral, and spiritual weight for our nation. And it will continue to be a bitterly fought battleground, despite setbacks and disappointments. We can't, we can agree with the president on one thing. Deprioritizing this issue is not an option. For us, the stakes and for our society and its most vulnerable members are simply too high. Oh, that is well said. That excellent, excellent article. And we know that this is going to be the primary issue for the 2024 election. The person we vote for must be pro-life or he or she will never get our vote. Period. That's it. Somebody called me. He, he said, you're nothing but a single issue voter. And I said, thank you. 
(laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're right. Yeah. If they're not pro-life, I'm never going to vote for them. They can get everything else right. But if they don't get this right, there's no way. No No way. way. We are laying the groundwork, as you can tell, to answer the question that we've asked, can you be a Christian and vote Democrat? We will continue our journey over the new, the next two podcasts. Whatever you do, do not miss these other podcasts. Mm. But until next time. Papa Rock and J-Pop, you already have the truth. We're out. The Papa Rock and J-Pop show is brought to you courtesy of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry. Check out wingmannation.com for our blog, the Wingman Men's Moment podcast, and great learning resources for men.